the weekly experience Extra Bits. I'm here at Reading Pride Festival with Michael. I'm going to find out a little bit more about his involvement with My Umbrella. So I'm one of the trustees of the organisation. Um, I'm really impressed with how the day has gone given the pandemic we've had to really compress the, the, the planning of this event. Normally it takes nine months to a year to put this thing together and because of the way the, the year has panned out we did it we managed to pull this off in three months so I'm incredibly proud of every single volunteering committee member to achieve what we have. Yeah it's been amazing everyone's in really good spirits I think everyone's very much happy to be out and about. Exactly. So what does it mean to you to be here today on well, for, on behalf of Love Unites? Um, for me it's, all, it's about that visibility because I kind of felt during the pandemic, even though you had the Zoom calls, you, 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 as an as isolated community, being removed from that is very challenging, certainly from a mental health point of view. So having everyone back together again, seeing each other, you know, from a mental health point of view, it really, really makes a big difference. It really does. And, and again, it's about sorry but we're here and you know because over the year you know the internet's an easy thing to be targeted at so like live stream i know a lot of live streams got shut down just because oh, trying to get the right word yeah lots of live streams got shut down because of the anti-groups wanting wanted to, to, to close our voice to cancel us but you can't cancel a pride, so... No way. You know, you know, our voice was heard, and even though the parade was slightly smaller than previous years... Still went ahead. It went yeah. ahead. We made an impact. So we're here, we're queer, and we are proud. Tell me a bit more about My Umbrella, LGBT+. So My Umbrella was a concept that Christina and Kerry put together about in really early in 2013, 14, and the concept was that we got a call from the community saying, I'm trans and I don't feel safe at a Pride event, or I'm asexual, and Pride doesn't identify with me. And we thought, well, that's not right. We need to change this. So over the years, my umbrella came together to bring the fringes of the community a voice. So you probably noticed there's a lot of different Pride flags out there. And that's because those Pride flags came about purely because they were screaming out to say, we want to be heard. You know, a lot of us identify with the rainbow flag and say, well, that's for everyone, and technically it is. But because the fringes of the groups didn't feel represented, that's where they came about. And that is where the Lovely Nights branding also comes into play, where we're saying everyone matters. You're all part, we're all part of this together. So how can I find out a bit more about My Umbrella? Are you online? Are you on social media? We also we, we primarily have a website, which is www.myumbrella.org.uk. Um, it's a small group, and we have a, a range of different educational materials. So one big thing for next year will be our new guide, which will be hopefully about 50 pages long, and it will contain, kind of deconstructs what, what does LGBT plus mean. And that, that'll be really, because education and wellbeing is a key part of what My Umbrella does, because... Reading Pride itself is the awareness, the campaigning, the, the, the protest element. 
but we need the education and the well-being as well and that's where my umbrella sits within the organisation absolutely okay thank you so much for your time today it's been great learning about my umbrella thank you thank you so it's Claire from Fifi's Vision so tell us a little bit more uh, Fifi's Vision was started by myself. I do it voluntary for families who have additional needs from my own personal experience of having two children with additional needs. Um, so we've come down here to learn more about this community and how we can support um, more of our community in Reading. Um, but yeah, we, that's what we do. <laughs> so what do you do with so, so we do weekly support groups. Three, we're doing three at the moment. So you can come and find us, have a hot coffee, have a chat, meet other families, peer support. And we can signpost you and help you with whatever you need help with, um, with additional needs and services within Reading and outside the borough. Uh, we do days out, we do soft plays, we do sensory play, anything really to support a family. Over the pandemic, I was driving all over Oxfordshire, Reading, working, um, just delivering care packages, activities, and yeah. <laughs> so how long has it been going again? I've been doing it for three years now. You love it? Absolutely, I do, I do it all voluntary. <laughs> yeah. So what sort of members do you have? It, all families from all different backgrounds, um, all different di- additional needs, whether it's mental health, physical disability, learning disability. Um, yeah. So <laughs> it's a great support network for everyone. Everyone's Definitely. We do off. like meetups at the park. We've got a session called Walk It Through. So that if you can book one-to-one or we can all go in a group and we'll tell you if it's wheelchair-friendly, buggy-friendly, and we'll go around um, the local area just having a good walk, getting families out there and supporting them. So, yeah, and we meet up at parks. We do days out, dinner nights. We do a family dinner night as well where I cook. Sometimes it goes a bit wrong, but, yeah. So. What do you love about Pride? I just everybody is so friendly and happy and it's just such a lovely day out for the whole family not just you know adults it's for children as well as you can see we are busy it's yeah it's just an amazing lots of love and acceptance which is a big thing so now going back to Fifi's vision you're available on social media and website we're we've got Facebook we're on LinkedIn we've got Instagram yeah we're we're there <laughs> want to give a big shout out to that Sorry? The name of it? Fifi's Vision, CIC. So, yeah, Families for Additional Needs. Look us up and you'll find us. (laughs) Enjoy the rest of your Pride Day. Thank you very much. Thank you. (laughs) So we're joined by the Deputy Mayor, Rachel. Hello. Hello. Wonderful to be here. So how was it? What was the opening like for you? Oh, it's such a privilege because Pride is really what the best of Reading is. It's inclusive, it's open, it's welcoming. And being able to welcome everyone to this event after we had a a whole year where we missed it has been absolutely brilliant. So why do you love Pride so much? I think because of what it represents. It represents that it doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, what your beliefs are, what your background is. Reading is a place for you. We welcome everyone. And, you know, Reading Pride is a very inclusive pride, it's a welcoming pride, and they really go to such great lengths to try and make sure it's welcoming to everybody. So what does it mean to the town as well, then? Well, I think, you know, we've all had a really tough 18 months. And when Pride was cancelled last year, you know, it was entirely what we'd expect because so many things were cancelled. But to have this event, and many Prides this year had to be cancelled because they were earlier in the year, it actually just reminds us of what's important. And I think we've been really together in our hearts, but we've been apart physically. So it's really nice to be together physically, even if we are still distancing, you know, and reminding ourselves of, you know, what we've missed and the people that we care about. Because that's what makes Reading Reading, it's the people. 
So there's plenty of people here today, isn't it? A good turnout. Brilliant turnout. And what's been really nice, it's a very friendly atmosphere. Everyone's being, you know, very sensible and welcoming. But also, you know, it's just nice to see each other. And there's so many old friends that I've seen today from the voluntary sector, from our uh, from the companies, uh, from the council. You know, everyone's come together and it's brilliant. Yes, yeah, a really good event today. Uh, so any future plans for Reading? Can you tell us about it? Can oh, well, you know, I'm sure there's always the inside scope. Uh, but I think, you know, Reading is, you know, probably, I mean, I would say this, wouldn't I, the best place in the country to live, in my opinion. What do you um, love about it, then? Oh, just, it's the, it's the people that make Reading. The people of Reading are just from all over. You know, you could have started your life anywhere. We're just about to welcome new Afghan refugees. We have people whose families go back centuries. It doesn't matter. We're all here together, all got different beliefs, different lifestyles, but we get on and we celebrate our diversity. And I think it's actually our differences that make us stronger. You know, we, we celebrate our differences, we enjoy them. And I think you can see that here today. You know, there are so many different people, all different lifestyles, all different clothing, different styles of life, but we're all here supporting each other. It's fantastic. It's Lovely fab. to catch up with you today. Thank you. Wonderful to meet you. What's your name? Uh, hi, I'm Tommy, and I'm the chairperson of the Reading Renegades. So what is the Renegades, then? Uh, the Renegades is an inclusive rugby club uh, based within Reading. Um, so we aim to make rugby uh, an accessible for everyone who wants to enjoy the sport, particularly for the LGBT plus community. Um, so uh, we host training uh, two nights a week at Berkshire County Sports Club, and we participate in both touch and contact uh, rugby. Uh, we're also part of International Gay Rugby, which is an uh, international sort of group of or collection of uh, inclusive rugby clubs, um, and we play matches as part of the IGR International Gay Rugby as well. So, how long have you been involved with it? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Um, f- three to four years? I can't quite remember. <laughs> Maybe four years? Yeah, four years, I think. And what do you love about it? I think the thing I love most is, is the people. I mean, it's the main reason I, I you know, volunteer to, to chair the club is because I really care about everyone who's in the club. We feel like a family. Um, we're all there to support each other and big each other up. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's definitely the people who are part of it. How many members have you got then, roughly? Uh, we've got about... I think we've got about 45 to 50 at the moment. I feel like I should know the exact number as the chairperson, but um, it's changes all the time because we get new members and stuff and so yeah i think it's r- roughly 45 to 50 and what are you doing at pride today uh so at pride we have a stall here with a raffle where uh people can come and win various prizes including potentially uh some alcoholic prizes um uh but we'll also be marching in the parade and sort of going around and just talking about what we do with everyone here so what do you love about pride itself uh, what I love about Pride is it's an opportunity to uh, really highlight and recognise uh, sort of the LGBT plus community, both in terms of uh, the issues that they come across and the barriers that they come up against, but also celebrating the achievements of the LGBT plus community and just what uh, an amazing community it is. Fantastic. Well, have a lovely day and have a lovely weekend. Brilliant. Thank you very much. So who are we joined by here? What's your name? I'm Grace Gomez and I am the Adopted Diversity Recruitment Officer for PACT Charity in Reading. So what is PACT? We are an adoption agency, so we are here today trying to promote adoption to um, our LGBT 
people here at Reading Pride today. So how did you get involved with it? Um, I've been working with PAC for three years, so my job basically is to go out into the community and make sure that we are recruiting as diverse a pool of adopters as possible, and that's my job, and that's why we're here today. So what do you love about it? Um, I just think it's really good that PAC realised that it's really important to reach people who might be marginalised in the community, and we actually actively go out into um, people of faith, from the LGBT community, from the black and minority ethnic community, to let people know that they are welcome, and yeah, that we are recruiting a diverse range of people. So how long has it been running then? Pat Charity? Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've been going for absolute years. We're really uh, well established. It started many, many years ago um, with a lady on her push bike <laughs> helping people in the community. So we've been going for an awful long time. We're very well established in Reading and we have offices in Reading, um, Brighton and London. Fantastic. So if anyone's coming along today, what can... Uh just come along to have a little chat with yeah, you come along to the store our social workers will be here once we're up and running you can have a chat with somebody about the adoption process and pick up lots of information and there's also lots more information on our website packcharity.org anyone that's not coming along are you available on social media yes we are you can follow us on social media again packcharity.org we're on facebook twitter and instagram and there's loads of information on our website well have a cracking weekend and enjoy pride thank you very much <laughs> Right, who are we joined by here? What's your name? My name's Sarah and um, I'm actually a staff member for Mermaids and I'm also a parent volunteer for Mermaids. What is Mermaids? Mermaids is a charity that supports uh, young people and their families and those that support those young people are young people that are trans and gender diverse. Okay, how did you get involved with this? Um, my daughter is trans, so we got involved about six years ago um, as a service user or somebody that was using their support um, and then started volunteering with them. I also run the local group that happens in Reading um, for Mermaids um, as a volunteer and then started working with them on the helpline uh, in March. So can you explain Mermaids, what you actually do there then? Yeah, absolutely. So our support is all around um, the young person that is actually trans or gender diverse themselves um, and so we have a helpline um, that um, young people, parents, professionals can phone into and get support. We'll chat with them, chat through, you know, how best to support that young person, um, give support to a young person if they're struggling. For instance, a lot of them are struggling at the moment with waiting times um, for services. Um, we have web chat that young people um, mostly make use of um, where they can just do typing to us. We have an email service um, and then we have forums. So we have an online platform for parents where they can um, get peer-to-peer -peer support and likewise for young people where they can get peer-to-peer um, -peer support as well. It's always useful to have those groups around, isn't it? And obviously you're probably getting more people taking it up. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the support that we've offered has grown year on year. Our helpline service has, you know, the um, amount of uh, calls and emails and web chats has doubled from um, the previous year to this year. Um, and, you know, people just want someone to talk to, someone who understands, who gets it, who's going to be a listening ear. Um, we can sometimes point them in the right direction of information. Um, we can point them, signpost them to other organisations that might be able to support them too. Um, and, yeah, just be someone that understands and they can be themselves with and not feel judged or, you know, anything else. So, yeah. What's the one thing you would say you get asked the most? that I get out of it yeah. myself. Um, there's a great sense of I've made someone's day just a little bit better and sometimes we get young people phone up and you are the only person they've ever told. And I think that's a huge privilege to be on the end of that phone and take that phone call um, and know that, you know, for that moment you've maybe made things a little bit better for them and they know that there's someone there for them that they can talk to. Yeah. Give us a bit of a shout out for your social media. 
Oh, mermaids, yeah, absolutely. And I should know them straight off, shouldn't I? Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Uh, Mermaidsuk.org.uk is the website. Fantastic. Have a lovely day. Thank you very much. You too. Take care. So I'm here at Pride Festival in Reading and we've got Sophie with us. Sophie, would you like to tell us what you're here to do today at Pride? Uh, today uh, in Pride, we, uh, we have the Pride Alive stage, which is all about the uh, local LGBTQ plus artists performing live music uh, for, uh, for everybody and allies as well. We've got music from about quarter past 12 all the way through till seven o'clock. So if you enjoy kind of live acoustic music, then come to the Pride of Life stage. Sounds amazing. So what kind of lineup have you got today for us? Uh, we've got a whole mixture of different kind of like genres of music, but it's all mostly acoustic. So you've lots of acoustic guitars, uh, some covers, uh, a lot of original music as well. There's a, quite a vibrant music scene in in Reading, and they're very supportive of the LGBTQ plus kind of community. So it's nice to be bringing that to to Reading Pride exactly. to showcase the wonderful music and the talent that we've got in our local area. Absolutely. So what does Pride mean to you, especially being here at Pride today? Uh, Pride means uh, an awful lot to uh, to many people. It's a, 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 you know, it's a way of celebrating um, the fact that we you know we can be who we are. Not that we choose to be, we can be who we are. But it's also a reminder as well as a kind of like a little protest to remind people that it's not as simple and straightforward for for everybody, Uh, especially, you know, coming out of the lockdown. There's some people who are too afraid to say anything about their kind of LGBTQ plus status at home for fear of kind of repercussion and what have you. So there's lots of kind of mixed kind of feelings. Um, about about Pride and it's also to kind of pay our respects to people that we've lost along the way you know specifically Joe James and David from the community from the um, terror attacks that took place um, in the middle of uh, the pandemic and also other members of the community either through Covid or any other kind of illness that you know it's a way of kind of just Absolutely. kind of being quite vocal uh, about how proud that we are. Well, we're doing something we're great here. for the community. Absolutely. Yes. So, if anyone's at Reading Pride today, then definitely head down to Pride Alive because the music yes. lineup sounds like something I think a lot of people would enjoy. Sounds quite exciting. Yes, no, it'd be really good. We, as I say, we've got some really great artists playing, and myself playing as well. Uh, so, it's Colours and Fires, that's at 10 to 5. Um, our final act is Lack of Faith. Uh, we've got Hattie Taylor from our uh, committee who's also known locally within the music scene we've got Tara Dean uh, we've got James uh, Cow we've got Indigo Child we've got Rachel Redmond we've got wow. Andy Sugar Candy so you're the organiser of uh, Pride Alive yes. so you've done a good job it sounds yes. <laughs> you're yes. very much aware of who's on today and you sound yes. quite excited about it oh very much so so it sounds so exciting well well done we're excited thank to you. have a listen later thank, thank you. you so much thank you so we've got James here from Adopt Thames Valley. So, James, what's your involvement with Adopt Thames Valley? So, I've been volunteering with Adopt Thames Valley for a number of years now, and because I'm an LGBT adopter myself and I adopted through Adopt Thames Valley, I'm here helping them out on the stand today at Reading Pride. Perfect. So, what does it mean to, for you to be here on behalf of Adopt Thames Valley here at Pride? 
Oh, it, it means the world really because they are such an amazing organisation and they helped me adopt myself. I adopted my son back when he was five and he's, he's 13 next month, believe it or not. So, and we had no issues being an LGBT adopter whatsoever. But what we find is some people just don't realise that. They think because they're LGBT or for some other reason potentially that they just they can't adopt. Um, so it's just being here and spreading that message that it doesn't matter your background, who you are, whether you're LGBT, it, it really doesn't matter. As long as you can give love to a child, that's all you need. And apart from, so with Adopt Thames Valley, what do they actually do in, in that sense? What do they sort of help people with as a charity? So they will take you through the process from start to finish. So you can simply, just to start off with, if you just want information, you have no idea, just go on their website, which is adoptthamesvalley.co.uk, sign up to an information event there twice a month. There's absolutely no commitment whatsoever. Get some information. But if you decide you want to go ahead, they will take you through the process from start to finish, um, take you through the journey, parenting, training, support, advice, anything you need. And then, yeah, and then, you know, look at matching you with the right child for you. That's amazing. So you mentioned the website there. Does Adopt Thames Valley have any sort of other platforms that people can reach them on? Sort of a phone line or yeah there's a phone number yeah I don't mind giving you that it's 0800 731 0171 um, or just come along you know just come along today and speak to us as well you can do, you can do that but they're yeah they're very approachable oh, there's lots of information online there online events are online at the moment so it's it's really easy to get in touch well, that's amazing thank you so much for your time this afternoon thank you very much Good afternoon, so we'd like to introduce yourselves. My name's Annette and I'm a leader in the Brownies. There are different sections of guiding and the others are... Hi, my name's Alice, I'm a guide leader. My name's Nikki, I'm a district commissioner and guide leader in Cabisham. Lovely, so ladies, what do you do for girl guiding here? Today we're just a, a community, say just, a community presence, but we're including in diversity and encompassing everyone into girl guiding. Fantastic. So, how long have you been doing this? Gosh, I was a brownie and a guide and a ranger myself. I've actually been a leader for about nine years now in um, brownies. Took it as a hobby. Can't get away from it now. I'm just joining my second group, so I'm in two groups at the moment. Volunteering, it's brilliant. So what does it mean to you then, the actual organisation itself? Well, that's a hard one. Um, it's a very outgoing organisation with whole different groups of ages of children, of girls, from five to 18. 18. Yeah. Um, we get lots of volunteers that come forward and they're usually the, the younger ones at 16 to 18. So they can do it as, there's a course, they can do it as part of their LQ. LQ, what's that? Why LQ? I don't know what that stands for. The, the Young Leadership Qualification or an Adult Qualification. Yeah, yes. so you volunteer for like DV and yeah. I think it's just about empowering young girls and women and that's really what we're focusing on. Yes. Yeah. Well so for more information, do you have a website? Do you have any social press, social media presence? Yeah. An awful lot actually. Yeah, we do girl guiding website, social media, all of it. Just type it online. All the, all the social media. It's yeah. really important. That's the way to reach people nowadays. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So why do you love Pride? We came 
two years ago, obviously before lockdown, mm. and it was it's just a fantastic atmosphere. Yeah, and, and I think it, with COVID, it's just nice for a festival. Yeah, it? it's been good. Yeah, yeah. And I've never been before. Yeah. So um, I was asked on Thursday, would I like to come? And I thought, why not? Let's yeah. go and see what it's about. But it's fantastic. Really, yeah. it's people. It's amazing. Everyone's so yeah. friendly, aren't they? Absolutely. 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 Yeah. We've had lots of different people come, have glitter put on their face. Yeah. Yeah, it's been brilliant. Perfect. Well, thanks for chatting to us today, ladies. Thank you. The weekly experience extra bits. I made up of interviews. I came up with all the fifty-two weekly experience because you have so much to tell us about your particular place, your charity, your organisation. I want to say thank you. <sighs> Don't forget to listen to the rest of the podcast at buzzpodcast.co.uk. 